Filmmaking covers a variety of genres, and during the 1990s, one in particular saw a resurgence, the big-budget disaster flick. It's coming! It's headed right for us! It's already here! For two science-obsessed kids growing up on opposite sides of Pennsylvania, nothing left a bigger impression than Twister. The suck zone. I think we're going in! Join Kelly and Joe as they dissect the second highest grossing film of 1996. We have to breathe, Minute by minute. Another cow. Actually, I think that was the same one. And relive one of their favorite movies of all time. No, that, that was a good sized twister. What was that, an F3? Solid F2. Tornado warning continues now. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Solid F2 Podcast, a minute-by-minute breakdown of the movie Twister. I'm one of your hosts, Joe, and behind me here is my wife, Kelly. Hello. And we are here to talk about the 13th minute of the film, and let's dive right into that. Dive on it. Splash is splash. Oh, hello. Nice to meet you. Bill just told me the happy news. Which? Us, uh, marriage. Joe, Melissa. It's happy news. I, I guess it probably seems kind of sudden. Seems sudden? Dude, you taking the vows? <laughs> Sweet. Well, we, we, we just wanted to get it done before uh, Billy started his new job. That's right, that's right. right, right, right. Weatherman. What? What? I'll say it. I said weatherman. I think it's great. Oh, you had that tone. There was no tone. If you have a problem being a weatherman. I don't have a problem being a weatherman. Dr. Melissa Reeves here. Just wanted to uh-huh. say hello. Hello. Very nice to meet you. You too. Really? What? No. Oh, God. Uh-huh. New truck? That's right. Oh, boy. New job. New truck. New wife. It's like a whole new you. Joe. It's very awkward. I know. Tell me about it. I- All right. So that is the 13th minute of the film. And actually, I think it's a... Pretty juicy minute. I think there's enough there for us to talk about. Yeah, you know, ex-wife, soon-to-be ex-wife meeting, soon-to-be new wife. Yeah, drama surrounding papers still not being signed. We get some uh, cool physical props like that amazing mid-90s cell phone. Oh, that's a that's a winner. <laughs> I also get... can never look away from Dusty's glass <laughs> glasses, goggles <laughs> right, thing. The, like, who do you think... Uh, devise the location of those said goggles. Do you think that was a Philip Seymour Hoffman? Like, I'm just going to wear them, like, half Halfway. between. But you know what? It makes him seem more real, more likable. Like, Yeah, he's a goofball. It's and, what and you would do. You'd pull him down halfway down your face and kind of give him a, excuse me, look. Right. I think... Uh, I'm sorry, I don't remember the actress's name that plays Melissa. But Dr. Melissa Reeves? I think yeah. that she does a great job of playing, like, the awkward interloper here. Like, I have to have this conversation with my fiancé's still wife. And, you know. Yeah, it almost feels she like. She plays it well. She's tr- almost trying to 
not maybe not subtly diss Bill, but kind of almost befriend or or look uh, positive to Joe, where she's like, "Is this feel sudden?" You know, not- I think I think she's trying to be sympathetic and and say like, "Hey, I understand how you might see this, um, but you know." Just with our lives, this is how it fits in. You don't think you're supposed to. Jamie Gertz <laughs> plays Dr. Melissa Reeves. I know we did that in the episodes yes. a while ago, but that is the actress. Um, I, th- I don't think she's a villain, you know, and they're trying to, to make you sympathetic to her because she's not the villain here. Yeah, she's, no, she just caught she's in the an awkward situation. She's the third part of this love triangle, but she's well, we, not we, we a bad guy. And I think this kind of makes her more sympathetic to the how awkward this situation probably is. Yeah. And then here we get the, um, the nice little tension surrounding his new Us, career. Uh, um, and Happy you news. kind of hear a little bit of a quasi mocking tone when she says weatherman, but Bill gets super defensive about it. I have to say, what? I, I, I have always understood this and I think that I even understand it more having gone through getting a meteorology degree. And I think it comes from this perception of your local news channel weatherman and that, well, they're wrong 50% of the time. And, you know, that's I a think, general public's reaction. To. Right. But I think what it makes is the people that do go through all those years of school, and clearly he was a research meteorologist, so he probably has at least a master's, if not more. But, yeah. She's she's Dr. Joe Harding. He might very well be also have a doctorate. I don't know yeah, that actually, we know I, that. I, I don't know. I don't recall. But at any rate, I guarantee he has at least a master's in this you know made-up storyline. And so I understand him being defensive about being a TV weatherman because it does take a lot of skill to do that. And I don't think that job gets enough respect. He is not listed as Dr. Bill. We have Dr. Joe Harding, Dr. Melissa Reeves, and also Dr. Jonas Miller, who we didn't get to yet. But no, right. not no Dr. Bill. But I, but don't you see where I'm coming from? No, I, like, I completely get it. I and I certainly felt that defensiveness myself when I was getting a meteorology degree. I don't know if you felt that way yourself, but it was almost as like, well, that's not a real science because you're just going to be on TV. And oh, I, okay, you're looking at it, the perception of the general public versus meteorologists, not oh, meteorologists yeah. versus meteorologists. No, meteorologists themselves understand okay. the that's skill. A, that I, I goes thought you were you were you were still buying into the the TV meteorologist isn't a real meteorologist. No, no, okay. no, no, no. I just wanted to clear that up because I was like, this is kind of a hot take for you to have on a, a show that we kind of have been promoting towards meteorologists to be like no, TV no, meteorologists no. aren't real meteorologists. No, I I that is not the what, opposite. what you're saying. I think they are 100%. Well, we we know I know they that. are. <laughs> I have gone through those classes. I we know TV meteorologists that we graduated with from Penn State, they are wonderful scientists, but I think the general public doesn't give that career as enough much respect. Credit, right. And so I think what we're seeing here is Bill feels defensive about his choice because he knows how it's viewed by the general public. That right, right. He's, he's worried about looking like a sellout, even well, though that's not the case. My guess is that this group of researchers has made fun of people who pursued that career. So he knows that he's he could be getting heat behind his back, especially from his soon-to-be ex-wife, that he left the true science to go into the more... Um, the ca- lights, camera, Yeah, right, exactly. The, right. More, the public sphere and then the, the popularity. Because, you know... 
there are a handful of meteorologists and if you focus hyper um local like even you you know the meteorologists in your market yeah um, some of them gain national notoriety well and let, let me say that we went through four years of a meteorology degree at penn state and i came out of that not being good at forecasting forecasting is tough it's it's hard and i was not good at it and um i not only could i not forecast but i also don't think that i could do the standing in front of a television screen and it requires a certain type of person and personality it does and and we you could you could almost see those people in our freshman class at Penn State. You could tell who You could tell could who and... was going to be good at that because they just had that outgoing shining personality. And not that scientists can't be that way, but they are scientists are generally more reserved. Right. Um the the behind the scenes scientists. A TV meteorologist is still a scientist. Right. Um but I it takes a certain kind of person and I I cannot do it. So props to all those who can because I cannot. And right. and I am not in the the weather game anymore. Um despite having six years of schooling for it. But um, I am in a science, so there's that. But I think that they're rightfully defensive. Mm-hmm. So. Right. Just that public perception. Yeah. And, you, I mean, you can hear. Let's listen to that part again. Uh, Bill is uh, super, super defensive about it. What? I'll say it. I said weatherman. I think it's great. Oh, you had that tone. There was no tone. If you have a problem being a weatherman. I don't have a problem being a weatherman. Now here we're, we're going to get to Dr. up Moss our right uh, Christ counter. Uh-huh. The solid Hello. F2 Hello. copyright nice trademark. Christ counter. Here it comes. There it was. Uh-huh. I mean, it's under his breath and you don't see his lips, but it still counts. It counts. That's right. It counts. Oh, boy. New job. New truck, new wife. It's like a whole new you. Joe. It's very awkward. I know. Tell me about it. I, I, her outfit looks so comfortable. <laughs> She's just laid back. I would love chill. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. So, um, you know, Joe talks about the, the new truck, which, um, you know, we talk, we've talked about a lot on the previous minutes. And, yeah, just awkward, awkwardness abounds. Lots of drama and tension. So when they when they use that truck later, like her truck's destroyed fairly early on in the film, uh, chasing the first tornado. Yeah. What do they do with the the cover in the back? Like they take it off the bed of the truck. Where do they put the? Top? Oh yeah, we've asked that question uh, before, and. I don't know that we ever get an answer yeah, to that. But I'd love to see at what point it's not on there anymore and right. maybe guess where we could have left it. Are you looking up all the meteorologists we well, know? I was, yeah, I was going <laughs> to hype them up a little bit. The ones that are on the TV side, uh, do you know, that besides the two that I pulled up here, do you know any of the others that are on? Because um, I know I forget some. I mean, we have Literally. we know someone who is the chief meteorologist for the state of Pennsylvania, not exactly a, a TV. No, but who was Lindsay friends with? Remember at Penn State, there was there were two girls that were. Married. Oh yeah, oh man, you're gonna make me uh, really have to go back in uh, my brain to remember. I don't know. Everyone's I could names. scroll through Facebook a while and probably find it. But Lindsay, yeah. Lindsay, yeah. Let me let's pull those two up because Lindsay and Scott were the two big ones, uh, and they've done quite well for themselves. So just a little shout out here 
um, on the, the podcast. So, uh, Lindsay Riley, who, uh, is, uh, um, now in Arizona, she had been in, I believe, Indiana for a few years. Yeah. She's on uh, channel 12 news in Phoenix, Arizona, um, Lindsay Riley. Um, and you can see right there, she got the Penn state grad in her, uh, profile, mm-hmm. but she was part mm-hmm. of our graduating class at the Penn state department of meteorology. Uh, she's done really well for herself in the, the TV, the broadcast. She has. Field. And you know what? You could see that in her personality from day oh, one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. She had, not only was she good at the science, but she had the outgoing personality that you need to do that kind of job. And she's good at it. So kudos to her. And I I, I think it's cool that I can say that I know it. Right. Yeah. And the more, the TV more, like, I just, it's fun to <laughs> follow her career. Her, you know, we follow her on Facebook, being friends for the last 13 years and, um, you know, acquaintances and get to see her posts and her yeah, changing hell, is jobs. Is it still that and, hot in Arizona? <laughs> and this was 17 days ago. Ugh, Lindsay. <laughs> Feel bad. Feel bad for you. Yeah. Ah, 112 degrees. (laughs) Yeah, should we pull that one up? It's a dry heat, though. It's a dry heat. Um, So the record was 115. So didn't quite get there. So, but yeah. So having fun in the hot Arizona uh, is Lindsay. And then also Scott, um, who we graduated with from from Penn State. uh, Also always into the broadcast aspect of uh, meteorology. Mm -hmm. And... uh, He's uh, doing his thing. Um, uh, he's from Ohio, so he's back in in the state of Ohio. So uh, mm-hmm. Lindsay and Scott were the two off the top of my head immediately that I could say we knew from the start they wanted to be broadcast, and they did it, and they're doing it. So and you know it takes it takes a really good grasp on the physics of of weather systems to to be a <laughs> I like that Homer Simpson yeah. <laughs> to be. A meteorologist, whether it is a a TV job or a research job or starting your own company job, it is really difficult. It's math. It's physics. It doesn't get enough respect, in my opinion. So I totally get um, where Bill's coming from in this scene. But yes, yeah, Scott and Lindsay rocking on. And all of our other Penn State. PSU meteorology grads that maybe we didn't mention um, we, we know you're out there, but uh, Scott and Lindsay are the ones that I see on my social feed. Right, so right, yeah. They're at the they're at the top of my brain when we start talking about things like this. You know, and we ha- we have some friends who just did some really cool things with their careers. Um, we know some people who were maybe not in even all in the meteorology department, but they were in the College of Earth and Mineral Sciences. Right, with us, yeah, and the greater there's greater part. everything from um, working for the um, Forest Service to working for insurance companies, uh, evaluating risk. Yeah, um, that's a huge one. Yeah, RMS. All the, yeah, and we we've had friends who have gotten to travel the world over and over again um, for those jobs. So it's it is a really cool field to go into. And I, the smartest person I've ever met was in our department of meteorology. Zach. Uh, Zach, yeah. who um, went to Caltech and now is in Colorado. Yep. Um, absolutely he's a research guy, um, the smartest man I've ever, I've ever met. So, oh yeah. And he managed to get his bachelor's and master's in four years, right? I believe well, so. We, well, we were all slugged through a bachelor's. <laughs> he just kept on oh, and going. And also the first year he was in ROTC. And yeah, oh yeah. He was also on the bowling team, I believe at the beginning. Yeah. 
Yeah, but remember that time he passed out at a party? And well, we Sharpie all John had those face. moments. He also started brewing his own beer. But I mean, I think that's what made it cool that he was he was the smartest person I've ever met. But he was still he was still relatable and cool likable. and fun <laughs> and like nice and um just really a, a cool guy. So yeah, highly recommend going into any kind of science field because you meet some. Really awesome people. Yeah, and Penn State's College of Earth and Mineral Science is the best. So, absolutely. If any young up and coming uh, scientists, I was thinking more of people maybe age of like twelve to fourteen working towards start them uh, young. <laughs> start them young. You know, thinking uh, I'm interested in science. Uh, definitely consider, if not meteorology, something uh, in uh, the science field. And Penn State, I can't for for the most of the general population. That's an incredible location for you to go. Mm-hmm. I loved every single second at Penn State. All right. Anything else to say about the 13th minute of Twister before we wrap it uh, up? Just that we have a few more Rumbles of Thunder. Yeah, we do. In the scene. It's lingering there. Yeah, the, uh, still some bright sunshine, but also lingering thunder. So it's building. I do love Bill's uh, coat. Tweed. Love it. Looks good. Yeah. Does he have the patches on? I, I haven't noticed. I haven't noticed. I, I didn't notice either. So. I don't think so, but and, yeah, I don't think he does. He doesn't doesn't have that there. So, oh, but it's baby blues. Yeah. Bill Paxton got smoldering. Mm, I wouldn't call him smoldering. No, no smolder. No smolder. No smolder. Okay, but he's he's an astronaut too. So that's true. Meteorologist, astronaut. He he can do it all. So, mm-hmm. all right. So that is the thirteenth minute of the movie. Uh, we'll be back uh, hopefully in the not too distant future to do minute fourteen as we. Uh, Push forward in our quest to finish this movie within a year. That's the goal. Oh, is it? That's the goal. Okay. I said we'd like to have it done by May 10th, 2021, because that is the 25th anniversary of the film. Yeah, you've said it. I've just ignored it. Yeah, well, you ignore me all the time. Love you. All right. We'll be back uh, later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Solid F2 Podcast, a minute-by-minute breakdown of the movie Twister. That's all for this week. Please follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Solid F2 Pod. Solid F2 Podcast is part of the JMNJR Radio Network. Visit jmnjrradio.com for more. Two, one, two, one.